Only smart people get up early enough to listen to the Francine Marie Show. So thanks for listening, smarty pants. Good morning, campers! Pick up your coffee cup, make a cup of tea, pour yourself a beer. Hair of the dog, it's the Francine Marie Show! Good morning. Thanks for joining us and happy holidays. I'll be the first to say I hope you have a happy holiday and a fabulous new year. Guess who's back? It's Terry Snyder. He's the founder and chief asking officer with Operation North State. And since the holidays are around the corner, we might as well talk about the 13th season of NC Cares Christmas Box Project. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So folks can go right now to OperationNorthState.com, OperationNorthState.com. Terry, I don't know when it was that we last interviewed, but I swear it might have been four years ago. And you're in your 13th season. That's correct. How does NC Cares Christmas Box Project work? The NC Cares Christmas Box Project is part of Operation North State. Operation North State is a nonprofit. It's been around. We founded it in late, late 2010, and it started off delivering care packages to North Carolina's deployed troops. And when a box showed up to those troops, everything in it was related to the home state. Um, It was goodies, it was messages, and we utilized North Carolina's people, places, products, and pride to do everything we could to put into those boxes. The recipients were deployed troops up until 2016. And they just got a little bit too pricey. That wasn't really what shut that aspect down, but what they went from $9.75 all the way up to almost $23 to ship a box. And we could find the money, but the thing that just kind of said, hey, time out, we got to go another route. These things were going through the U.S. Postal Service. And I don't know about you, but for me, and I assume you too, when something comes into your mailbox, you expect you to be the only one to open that. And what we were finding out were the boxes were actually being opened up at times by some of the commanding officers. And we just said, time out on that. We could have bulk shipped if we wanted to. The commanding officers could have gone through those. But our intent was to send a box to a certain soldier, regardless of where they were and deployed around the world. And also it was their daggone box. And when we kind of found out it wasn't being done that way, we were still wanting to do the project. There's so much support behind it. And then COVID hit. And then once COVID hit, we started thinking, okay, who else can be a recipient? We had been helping at Operation North State, our shut-in veterans and nursing homes and veterans in general. And so we chose to go the route of the recipients being shut-in veterans. And so we are now coming up on our third year Uh, We're still producing around 1,500 boxes. And so, yeah, the NC Cares Christmas Box Project is still around. Two things have kind of affected it. What I just mentioned, again, COVID. But the other thing is the recipients. But there's so many highlights that have come out of this. With COVID, we thought we were going to shut it totally down. Some of our corporate sponsors, brands, and logos, they just couldn't donate like you know, they were in the past. I mean, they couldn't even fill with supply chain issues. They couldn't even fill orders for their own customers, but they found a way to stay with us. Some of the majority of them have. So we kept the project going. And last year we still did 1,250 boxes and we collected 35 pallets of goodies 
we have what we call veteran support services partners. And those partners, along with us, we make up bags and boxes and we are delivering them to shut-in vets. But us as Operation North State, we used to do what we call packing parties. But now with COVID, we quit doing the packing parties, but we identified these 11 partners. We give them the items we collect. They then add them with the items they've collected back in their communities throughout North Carolina. We all put messages in there that have come from schools and churches and other veterans. And so we've been able to keep the project around. It's still called the NC Cares Christmas Box Project. We are in our 13th season. Wow, it reminds me of when we were kids and got that box from grandma. But, you know, we get to a certain age and, you know, we might not have a grandma, but this is a perfect grandma box. I tell you, it is. And it wasn't so much last year because last year is when we divided the goodies up and ourselves and the other 11 partners. But the year before that, we kind of still had our hands on them when we packed some of these boxes. And of those 1,250 we did that year, uh, 135 of those boxes ended up in the hands of World War II veterans. I mean, I don't know anything that has had the reach. And then from that, uh, not only did the 135, you know, World War II vets receive them, they were like, on the low end, they were like 95 years of age. We delivered them to World War II vets all the way up to 103 years of age. Are you a veteran yourself, Terry? No, I'm not. When I started Operation North State in 2010, I had been running one morning. I went to a nearby Krispy Kreme. I needed a sugar fix. I saw three of my buddies standing there and you know, kind of pardon my French, but they were all complaining this and that about the VA, the VA, the VA. And I looked at them. I pointed at them. I said, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I said, we all shut up till we can do our part. I said, we all have capacity. We might better stroke a check. We have a Rolodex. We might know somebody has some product, no corporation. We can shake a hand, but we can all do our part. And so no, I wasn't a veteran, been around veterans all my life, veterans in my family, but I truly believe that as a citizen of this state, we need to do our part to support our veterans and, and our military in general. Mm, shut in veterans. I don't know if they get the love that they need, but I'm glad that you're sharing it. You were raised right here in North Carolina. Is that why you were specific about only products from North Carolina going in the boxes for the soldiers? There's no doubt about it. That meant a lot to me. I actually grew up in Charlotte. I, I grew up not far from y'all studios where I last visited you a couple of years ago, but I was born in Winston-Salem. My dad was transferred to Charlotte when I was like two years old. So I consider myself born and raised there. I went to, you know, I went to all the schools there and uh, I had some businesses there and I was in the banking software business for years and years. And with, you know, Bank of America and Wachovia, First Union and others always had customers down there. And then I had a couple of investments and where this all came from, my capacity, I had a store called Kicks and Grins and it was a North Carolina product store. And so to your point about the passion about North Carolina, I opened the state's first North Carolina product store back in 1997. I could not believe we did not have a product store, meaning that every aspect of the state, books, furniture, art, foods, whatever, we sold in our store. And um, so that was my capacity. So that's where I came up with the idea. And so, yeah, not a veteran, but I truly have a, a soft spot in my heart 
man, it, it just continues to grow. Once you get out there and you see a project like this hit the mark and you meet so many people, I, I believe it's safe to say that in the last 12 years since we started this, I could easily name 13, 14, 1500 people that I now know on a first name basis that weren't even in my life a decade ago. And it's all because of this project. We got to talk about food, right? Going in the boxes. But what about your favorite restaurants in Charlotte, North Carolina, our favorite food? Was it liver mush? People like run from that liver mush. Yeah. Is that your thing? What was your thing? Well, yeah, maybe liver mush, maybe Nisa's sausage. But the reason I don't come to see anymore because where your studio used to be, it backed right up to Price's Chicken Coop. And when they closed that down, man, that place was an institution for me and my family. So I go back with the chicken coop when you could buy a dark meat sandwich for 45 cents. Yeah, they've torn that place down and I miss it greatly. 45 cents for a sandwich? Yeah, I think the last time I walked out of there, a sandwich was probably like four, 450, something like that. But yeah, I've eaten a couple hundred or two in there over the years. The powers that be said, you got to go. I thought they were grandfathered in, so I'm sorry about that. I've eaten yeah. so much of that chicken, Terry, <laughs> that I probably don't even need anymore my whole entire life, but yeah. Yeah. NC Cares Christmas Box Project is what we're talking about this morning. Started back in 2010. Terry Snyder has always been in it to win it. You have not given up. On Facebook, it's Operation North State. Um, also, Terry Snyder, S-N-Y-D-E-R, is on Facebook. Yeah, we, we could do the website. The only thing with the website, and, and th this kind of bothers me a little bit, but what we learned when we started years ago, we learned that any website out there, be it military, be it veterans, be it patriotic, they're like, unfortunately, they're like target number one for hackers. Yeah, that's sad. And so the next thing I knew, we were putting, you know, we were trying to keep our website up and about every four months it was getting hacked and um, Facebook was coming around. So, you know, I just, we just took it upon ourselves that Facebook with photo albums and some posts, but primarily the photo albums. I mean, you hear it all the time that, you know, pictures worth a thousand words and we can go to the photo album, we can build them, we can show donors and supporters everything we do in a photo album, send that link to somebody. And they're pretty amazed at, you know, what our projects are about. And um, so, yeah, it is website, but primarily we use Facebook pages. So that's a great way to get up with us. And, uh, you know, as we move forward, I'll tell folks a little bit more about the projects and everything I tell them about. It's already in existence out there on our Facebook page. Oh, man, we just did an interview with a Google cybersecurity expert. So I'm sorry that your website got hacked. Yeah, yeah, it was happening way too often. And next thing I knew, I started talking like the Department of Military and Veterans Affairs and some other people that I knew in the industry. And they said, yes, yeah, pretty common how there's some mean-spirited people out there. And I, I, I don't know, I guess they get a feather in their cap when they feel like they can bring down one of those sites. But Facebook has worked great for us. So that's the way we're going to keep going. So let's talk about some products made right here in the Carolinas. Many people, I saw a couple of social media posts, they were so devastated to know that Texas Pete was not created in Texas. It's created right here in North Carolina. Uh, I saw not long ago where somebody said they wanted to sue over the name and all that. That's not the first time. I personally know that family. I've known the Garner family for a long time. I know the lady Ann Riddle that's running the company now. She's a sweetheart. I've known a lot of the 
the Garners for years. But yeah, it started off with, I think there were three brothers and it goes back to the thirties and forties and they just kind of came up with a gimmick. And the thing I can tell you that I've read and they've told me the thing on Texas Pete was, Hey, it's a hot product. What's kind of hotter than Texas at the time. And so, you know, they told me, they just said one, I don't know if it's uncle Joe or uncle Frank or who, but that was his idea to come up with. They threw the name Texas in it just because it paralleled with being hot. You know, I've been very fortunate, you know, promoting the state for years and years. A lot of owners and, you know, folks in these companies have shared stories with me. But um, that one about Texas Pete is pretty close to home. But the sad thing about the one with Texas Pete, when COVID hit, their product was always in our box, especially when it went overseas. The troops really loved it, Even, even our senior veterans now. They love Texas Pete, but they're one of the, when COVID hit, they weren't able to get bottles. They weren't able to get ingredients. They weren't able to get labels. To this point today, they tell me it's still hard to meet demand of just their customer base. So to give to us or any charity, and you know, that was true with, I think Mount Olive Pickles shared that with me. So there were several um, organizations that had been supporting us and trying to make a living here in the state. They're not out of this COVID mess yet from a supply chain standpoint. What about those Hampton Farm peanuts? Yeah, Hampton Farm peanuts. I mean, you know, it's hard to, if you're going to a baseball game, hockey game, whatever the sporting venue and event is, uh, the majority of the time you're going to be eating a Hampton Farm peanut. And if you don't know, they're, they're located, headquartered right, literally right on the North Carolina, Virginia line. And they've been a dear, dear supporter. They've still got product pretty good, but the demand is great for their product too. But they've been with us, you know, from day one. And we've got some others there. You had another one in your neighborhood there at the studio that just, you know, went away. They were sold. They're still there. Carolina Foods. I mean, the Duchess Honey Buns. I mean, how many times do you go down to the corner of, you know, East Boulevard and South Trine, or maybe that's West Boulevard, and you smell that honey bun? It's because they've been making them there for 100 years, but uh, they recently were sold. Okay, you hit me to the peppermint puffs. Didn't know about, is it Redbird candy? Yeah, Redbird candy. You know, a lot of people, when they hear hear the word Lexington, North Carolina, it's, you know, it's barbecue, barbecue, barbecue. But one of the really great products that's coming out of there, and it's, I mean, I don't care what store you go to definitely to the dollar stores right now it's the red bird peppermint puffs they've been around forever i don't know anybody that doesn't like them it's a the price point on it is just inexpensive so that's another one that's always been in the box and and then another one i'll mention to you um related to charlotte is piedmont natural gas piedmont natural gas does not have a product that we can put into the boxes but financially and through their volunteers and, and they have been awesome. They have been incredible. So that's another tie to Charlotte, which was my hometown that I'm real proud of. So, you know, I, what I like to do is let's take a few minutes and, and let your listeners know, you know, how they can help us. I mean, they're, the project is still alive and these projects we're talking about, we've still got a, an aspect of the NC Cares Christmas Box project which is called the collection box. And whether you're a church, a place of business, a club, we need your help. So let, I'd love to talk about that if we could. Yes. Okay, let me tell you what's going on here. Uh, I mentioned last year, even with COVID, 
we, we're still getting some product from some of those brands that we just talked about. I mean, to the point they'll deliver us a pallet of goodies. I mean, a lot of good items, but it's not there like it used to be. And to do an NC Cures Christmas box in our bylaws, the box has to be at least 70% related to North Carolina. The reason we left the other 30% out is because these veterans, and when we used to send them overseas, they were also asking for toiletries. And we don't have a lot of toiletries made in North Carolina. So we, we, we put some wiggle room in there. But right now, we want to move forward with the project. We're not going to kill it, but not everything's North Carolina. So we can't really call it an NC Cares Christmas box anymore, but we can still collect items in a big, big way. Our goal is again this year to collect 35 um, pallets, and we probably already have about 10, 12, 13 pallets from these brands we just discussed. But here's the aspect that you and your listeners can really, really help us with. This is all over Operation North State's Facebook page. If you go to one of the photo albums, it's referred to as the Collection Box Drive Project. And that's where if you're at work, your snack room, your break room, your club, your church, your school, you can set these boxes up. And it's nothing more than getting a pretty good sized box put some Christmas wrap on the outside of it. And when they go to this Facebook page, they're going to see a list. It's a list of 10 items that the vets and that the administrators at the nursing homes have told us that the vets would like to have. And it goes back to the fifties and it goes back to when these vets were young products such as Vitalis and Brill cream and Old Spice. They're still asking for this stuff. They might have a date or something. You don't know. But so anyway, the 10 items that are out there, some of those items, then there's some food items, and there's always toiletries. This is such a fun project. It is so heartfelt. And so, you know, I hope folks are listening and say, hey, we can do that in our break room, or we can do that at our place of work. We can do that at church. But please consider that. Go to the Facebook page. Go to Operation North State. Go to the photo album, collection box drop. You're going to see probably close to 100 photos of the products that we've talked about. You're going to see us packing some boxes. You're going to see pictures of the recipients and the nursing homes. And when you go to that, man, it, it's going to pull your heart a little bit. So hopefully there's going to be some listeners out there to say, we can do that. Now, when should you do it? We've talked about who can do it, where can you do it? The best time to do it, Let's get the spooks and goblins out of the way. Let's get Halloween behind us and before the turkey shows up. So somewhere between around November 5th, 6th, 7th, kick the project off, get the word out. You don't need long, but run it for two weeks and shut it down before Thanksgiving. And I think you will be amazed at how many people will want to help. And if you put these boxes out, you're going to be doing multiple boxes. Our largest We've, I think we had 61 different organizations throughout the state last year doing these. Some might collect a box of items. Some might collect as many. The city of Lexington, the city of Lexington had an employee. Her son was one of the casualties of 22 vets commit suicide each day. Her employer, the city of Lexington, got behind her. And for the last three years, they have posted a collection box drop. That collection box drive, they have filled up 31 boxes 
of goodies. That fills up like three pallets of goodies that we can then move downstream to our suppliers and to our vets. So I hope your listeners will listen to this, go have fun with it. And then the other thing on the timeline standpoint, once you do your project for over that two week period, then they need to get in the hands of Operation North State probably around early December, no later than around December 7th or 8th. And we've got volunteers all over the state. So wherever you run this within North Carolina, we will get a volunteer to come to your place, you know, whatever the place might be, the venue, or they'll meet you halfway, but we'll work this out. But collect the items, then we'll worry about getting them to us. But if we get them by the 8th or 10th, we then go through them, we sanitize them, make sure they're what they're supposed to be, gives us enough time to get them in the hands of our partners that are going to actually build these boxes and packages and get them on downstream to our veterans. So not really a nutshell, but that's what the project is all about. And I put a tree up just like you do. I enjoy my Christmas and my parties and cheer and everything else. Nothing has ever touched me. Nothing has ever touched me like this project. And it's not just the doing and the time and the effort because all that's fun and great. But when you see how they hit the mark and how excited these veterans are, and then you get a call from their loved ones saying, oh my God, you know, we didn't even think my mom or dad were on anyone's radar. And all of a sudden this shows up from a stranger. And I'll give you one last closing story on this. There was a church that was providing doing a collection box drive they gave us probably seven or eight different veterans that are members of their church up in the winston-salem area and they said would you please send them a box or get them a box and i personally did them i live in winston-salem so i showed up at a door and this guy comes to the door and i'm looking at the name it's like mary mary somebody and the guy comes to the door and he's like 80 he's an older fella and i said buddy i thought I thought this was for Mary. You're not a Mary. He said, no, that's my mom. She's in here in the kitchen. And I said, well, how old are you? He said, I'm 84. I said, well, how old is your mom? He said, my mom's 103. She's a World War II vet. So yeah, there are stories like crazy like this. And yeah, they make my Christmas. Every year, something like this comes up. So it's heartfelt. And I can promise your listeners, they will experience the same thing. He is the founder, chief asking officer with Operation North State. But right now you can go to operationnorthstate.com, but we recommend you go to the Facebook page because of lots of things going on like scammers and all that good stuff. And a lot of times they, they target veterans, veterans programs. So on Facebook, it's Operation North State. Our dates again, let's run through the dates again. We need to start now. We need to contact you after or before we start collecting. I would say kick it off around uh, early no- early November, around the 5th, 6th, 7th, or 8th, collect for two weeks, and then right before Thanksgiving, wrap it up, and then start calling us saying, hey, we have X amount of boxes, where can we meet you, when can we meet you, and we'll make all that happen. But again, on a, a critical date, we need to have everything to us probably no later than December 4th, 5th, or 6th, something like that. If you have any questions out there, it's Terry Snyder with Operation North State. Email address I use a lot. It's Snyder, S-N-Y-D-E-R-T-3-3 at gmail.com. And the phone number is 336-406-3459.
we love to call, right? Because then we can verify this is a legitimate nonprofit organization. Veterans still need us. They do. You know, I was just closing saying this is a particular project, but how many times do we get in the get in our cars and we go out and what can we do? What can we do? And, you know, sometimes that day trip. And if you ever have the opportunity, go to a Krispy Kreme, go to a Krispy Kreme, get you a couple dozen donuts, find you a nursing home and drop some donuts off at the front door. They're going to hit the home. They'll help everybody, but there's always veterans there. But there are four veterans homes in the state of North Carolina. And one is up in Salisbury at the VA facility. One is down in Kinston. One is down in Fayetteville. And a new one, fairly new, is up in Black Mountain. So there's there's a couple nursing homes around the state. A new one's getting ready to open in Kernersville. But I cannot tell you how important it is and how the, it lights up. Just get those Krispy Kremes, drop them off at the front door. They probably won't even let you in due to COVID. They don't even let family members in to see these. That's what's so sad. They're, they're not even getting visitors right now because still with COVID, they're kind of in lockdown. It, it's sweet things, whether it's this package or whether it's Krispy Kreme, or it doesn't matter if you're helping Operation North State or you do it yourself or you help another organization. Just help these shut-ins. I mean, they don't have a whole lot. And so, yeah, we can't do enough for them. And it's not about rank or where they got their injury or their disability. You know, there was a point in time in a day where they put a uniform on to defend this country. And I leave it at that. What's more important than that? So let's do what we can to support these veterans. All right, go right now to their Facebook page. It is Operation North State. We want to thank Terry Snyder. Keep doing what you're doing. Well, thank you so much for having us on. We'll talk soon. It's the Francine Marie Show. We're taking a break. So before you can wipe your bum, we'll be right back. This is my jam and jelly, y'all, on the Francine Marie Show. Spread that show out, girl. Spread it out. Please, please do not harm us. We have come to your planet for one thing, the Francine Marie Show. It's the only content we can digest. 